1: To your mother, it's time for another episode of Birds with Friends. Just some high flying, ran fast vertical stems of professors from Penn watching eagles eat and pray like pazookies on birthdays. It's Philadelphia. Marissa Bo and Zach kicking it cooler than three penguins till Zach runs off with his valet keys. He's a real nuanced goose. Pull up a branch, get loose, it's time for some juice on some Birds with Friends. The early bird gets the worm but prefers getting turned like a turn on some Birds with Friends. Marissa Bo and Zach are here to squawk. Don't miss the mistress talk awesome. I have a radio hit that I'm late
2: for. I'm gonna give my prediction. You guys can stick on. Is that okay? Unbelievable. We, like we now
0: we find out who has priority. This is ridiculous.
2: We've been on for an hour and 35 minutes.
0: Oh, I'm sorry.
2: <laughs> Looking forward to the post game pod.
0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to Birds with Friends on a Monday afternoon from Indianapolis, just outside the Gainbridge Fieldhouse. Bo Wolf, Zach Berman. Marissa Dunn here for Birds with Friends. Marissa, happy anniversary.
3: <laughs> Thank you. I'm so excited we're in person together. This is awesome. Couldn't ask for a better way to start the week. We or are. Or start my anniversary.
0: That's Well, yeah. Yesterday was the anniversary. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
0: Nice meal with Michael. Yeah. Little bit far out of town but we can get to that it was a long day of driving did they need another 25 minutes in the car he I looks for the know. best
3: he's definitely listening to this like rolling his eyes no, no. so hard right now
0: but... no michael
2: looks for the best for his wife i respect that
0: <laughs> yeah he found the best spot he found the very best arby's there was in indian indianapolis <laughs> in all of Indi- exactly
3: how everyone wants to spend their first Indi- first wedding anniversary in indianapolis with their significant other now what is michael doing here um, so Michael, are we allowed to talk about this? Yeah, I think okay. so. Um, Michael was invited to be an offensive line mentor for the combine. Oh, so, must be nice. Yeah, super exciting. So we're both here working this week, which is pretty power cool. power couple. Combine yeah. power couple. Yeah, so we're spending a lot of time in Indy and excited to be here. Excited to see you guys, everyone else at the company. It's been great.
0: Beautiful Indianapolis for you guys. A uh, nice rainy day that you've got, and we, we've uh, we had a little. Day of athletic meetings here in Indianapolis ahead of tomorrow's press conferences from uh, Howie Roseman and Nick Sirianni. We got a lot to get to. We haven't spoken since uh, what was it, the Tuesday of Super Bowl? Yeah, I think you guys aftermath. are bearing the
3: lead. You guys both took vacations too. We always like get on my stuff. You need to talk a little mm. bit about your trips.
2: I'm just thrilled to be here. In, <laughs> Zach the, doesn't got, want to do that. We got that. the house that Reggie Miller built behind <laughs> us. Um, when we're with when, when you're at like a company event with Bo it's, it's honestly, it's, it's like Peyton Manning at a quarterback (laughs) convention. He's he's a, he's a big deal with these things. So, uh, so it's, it's, it's neat to be with, it's, it's, it's neat to be with Bo here. And, uh, yeah, it's, I, I I love the combine. It's my 10th combine, uh, because there wasn't a combine in 2021. So, 10th time here in Indy, always, always, of course, forward. the
0: greatest tragedy of the coronavirus <laughs> pandemic was that that's, there was no combine in 2021. I, I wasn't Thank suggesting
2: you. such. I was, I was simply giving you the, the math for why this is my 10th combine entering my 12th year on the beat.
0: As if, but that's also assuming that everyone listening knows that you started on the beat in whatever year that was. I'm not
2: assuming that I was simply giving context for this <laughs> conversation, but no, the combine is an important time uh, on the NFL calendar. It really it's effectively the start of the offseason. I know they talk about the senior bowl like that. And what a
0: long off season it was. <laughs> yeah, you guys what got a long interim like, it was <laughs> since the end of the yeah. Super Bowl. Yeah.
2: Um, yeah, I mean, look, that's – that's uh, well, not for us, but for the Eagles. That's that's like a, a first-world problem, right? You, you go to the Super sure. Bowl, you have a short offseason. You can't complain about that. Or a short period of time that before – the off season begins, but I, I say this like the is, word short, but this is know. the start of the off. season. Well, shorts relative, right? Yeah. Um, this is the start of the off season because the league calendar technically starts in March, but this year is when the league convenes, they start discussing free agency, they're standardized testing for the draft prospects. Uh, it, it's a big time on the NFL calendar. It really is a league convention. So important that we're here. Uh, it's a big athletic convention to do on today, like you mentioned. And, uh, yeah. I'm excited for the podcast ahead. This is, this, I don't call it the off season. I call it the non-playing season. Uh, and it's, it's a, it's a time when we, we know the data shows the interest this time of year. Is
0: that what you say when people, you know, normies ask you about what you do in the <laughs> off season you say it's the, not the off season, it's the non-playing season. I don't
2: correct them, but I'll call it the non-playing season. <laughs> okay. I'll feel like there's the playing season. And the, the NPO. Season. <laughs> yeah. I think right. I, I actually think Rich Eisen says that. So I might, I might, might be stealing it from not the most handsome rich i know unfortunately
0: <laughs> okay uh yeah i mean listen we, we haven't really like fully like unpacked the super bowl i guess in the aftermath of it i know that that's like a crazy thing to say it's two weeks later and i think that uh eagles fans i don't want to speak for them but like there's still a like that is still very much lingering obviously that um it's hard to sort of turn the page but the truth is I mean, this is a fascinating offseason ahead. Where yeah. We've got a lot to, to talk about. Starting, of course, everybody wants to know when is flu world order going to happen? <laughs> what's going to happen with flu world order? What are going to be the rules this year? Is there a chance that flu world order you know, gets bumped because one of the players has already resigned? Believe me, we've had discussions. We're going to do it at the end of this week. There's a chance that, we, that it may be a mistake. Something could come first, but we'll try to get to that. Uh, I know Zach has been itching to get to. I forget the name of the draft. When we rank the likelihood of the futures contract players signed to be on the roster (laughs) at some point, but as well, uh, you've been you were on vacation. You're texting me. When are we going to do that thing? When are we going to do that thing? Uh, We'll get to it. We got other stuff to get to, Um, but there's a lot going on right now because of all the free agents that they have, because of the coaching searches that are going on, and uh, I think that's probably a good place to start, Zach, with sending it over to the Stone Cold Newsman himself with the latest on the Eagles' coaching search, looking for two new coordinators.
2: So the Eagles still don't officially have offensive and defensive coordinators. Um, but uh, we're certainly expecting Brian Johnson to get promoted to offensive coordinator. That that's the general ex- expectation. And then defensive coordinator, they as Eagles fans have been following, they've cast a wide net there. Uh, according to NFL network, Sean Desai, the former Bills defensive coordinator for uh, currently Seahawks Bears assistant. Rather, I'm sorry. A, yeah, it's okay. I'm sorry, Bears yeah. defensive coordinator. Seahawks assistant head coach, uh, spent time with Temple earlier in his career. For Temple, he's, you. he's in Philly for a second interview today. Um, Denard Wilson, also a candidate for that job. There have been other people who the Eagles have interviewed, including Vance Joseph, who went to Denver. Um, Glenn Schumann, the Georgia defensive coordinator, staying in Georgia. Uh, that came out from ESPN today. Then there, uh, uh, Jim Leonard is not taking the Eagles' job. I believe he's taking a year off. Um, There was also a report from Mike Garofalo that the Eagles uh, talked to Jesse Minter, Michigan's defensive coordinator, and Chris Shaw, who is an assistant coach with the L.A. Rams. So uh, certainly something to monitor there. But I I would pay attention to Sean Desai and Denard Wilson at this point. Uh, As far as a timetable, I've been asked – you know, do they need someone by the Combine? Like, how, how can you scout without? I, I don't think that's as huge a deal. I, I think, honestly, the combines usually with the first time that coaches are getting their eyes on these players if they weren't at the Senior Bowl. Sometimes they're at the Senior Bowl. But, uh, you know, the Combine, a lot of it is is scout-driven more so than coach-driven, per se. It helps to know the scheme. But uh, as Nick Sirianni said, you were at that press conference two Thursdays ago um, that there could be some flexibility with the scheme but Nick Sirianni has a general direction for what he wants this defense to be and so i think they they know what, uh, the types of players it's kind of a weird answer for. though
0: i don't want to i don't want to you have to close no. out the you have to close oh, out the okay. news report for, um,
2: and then just closing out the news report uh, yeah the eagles sign a bunch of players to futures deals the league year starts in 2 weeks or there's going to be a lot going on here back to you in the studio
0: thanks Zach. Uh, Michael Clay also reportedly uh, signed a one-year extension that included a, uh, a raise, according to Aaron
2: Wilson. And Nick Sirianni said he's coming back, so yes.
0: Well, yeah, but Nick Sirianni said he's coming back two Thursdays ago. Mm-hmm. Today news broke that he yes. actually signed an extension. And gotcha.
2: had, I mean, okay.
0: you know, Nick Sirianni says a lot. Of, Doug Peterson said Carson Walsh was coming back. And just we, That was two weeks ago.
2: Were you expecting him not to?
0: No, but well, why did you have to correct the the new, the actual news that happened today with something I that I was, was
2: I was adding I was adding context. But yes, What is <laughs> yours?
0: Um, I there's one thing I forgot for this episode. Um, uh, I have some gifts for you guys, courtesy of Defop Tony Ascenda. So I'll bring those to the oh. show. I'll bring those to the show tomorrow. But I, this is rude of me because I didn't bring something specifically for Marissa. But I do That's have okay. something for Zach. Uh, that I'd like to pass along, just a gift from me to you. Uh, here you go.
3: I'm scared.
2: That's for you. Oh, DCA airports, so a regular <laughs> airport, many pretzels. That's the gift. It's a, pre- a
0: pretzel wrap. I know how much you love DC. Doesn't that doesn't that make your heart move to see the I the, the that- image of the nation's capital?
2: Well, that's not the. I, I mean, no, seeing the capital gets me excited yeah but doesn't that
0: conjure the image in your mind doesn't that (laughs) doesn't that make you think of you know president bartlett and the Uh, the the great experiment the great experiment
3: (laughs) (laughs) i think the fact that Bo like thought like that's a dca on it and to save a a rapper for (laughs) you that's his love language to use (laughs) i
2: mean like going through the airport with the how how long do you have this rapper where's this from
0: That's from yesterday's flight.
2: Oh, oh, so you weren't actually at the No, they
0: served us on the flight from Philadelphia to Indianapolis, mini pretzels with the DCA logo. So
2: I I saw that and I said,
0: wow, Zach's going to love this.
2: Well, I appreciate it. Thank you. It's a nice, it's a nice sentiment. I've never been given an empty pretzel (laughs) wrapper before as a gift. Um, So I appreciate it. yeah, on, on the flights, I always prefer the pretzels. And I'm a cookie guy. You know that. But you know those cookies? Oh, yeah. yeah, the, 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 yeah, the, uh, yeah, I much prefer the pretzels.
0: Absolutely.
2: Michael gets the
3: biscuits every time. The biscoff? Yeah, and I can't mm. eat it because I'm gluten-free. Mm. And he always tells me to still get it. So he <laughs> we can were, have two. So
0: you won't eat, get to eat any food?
3: No, and then he eats mine. Oh,
0: uh, That's tough. <laughs>
3: but I always think they don't the, look appealing. The,
0: the pretzels are high variants because sometimes you get ones with no salt at all, but still preferable to I, mean, the, uh, I prefer
2: the, no the salt. Really? Yes. <laughs> Loser. <laughs> it's got salty over here. Yeah. Um, uh, those, I, I, yeah. So I, I, I sometimes ask for the pretzels, and it's, it's not like a multiple choice thing. If you're on JetBlue, they could give you a potpourri of options. Mm. So, mm. yes,
0: they got, I will tell you, yesterday on the flight, they offered the pretzel or uh, cookie choice.
2: Yeah. Uh, okay. Nice. Yeah. It's my flight, they only had the cookie. Mm.
0: And how about on your drive from Wisconsin?
3: Um, we did stop. Michael got Annie Ann's. Um, okay. I got like pretzel, all right, got a pretzel wow. with the cinnamon ones. So that's almost like a cookie. Um, I had some gluten free snacks, but okay. I, I honestly slept. He did the driving, so oh, really? I have to give him some credit for that. Yeah, okay, but that's nothing, great. nothing was, as, a, as great as you know, a pretzel wrapper that says DCA.
2: So he was cool with that,
3: yeah, nice.
2: and with he was what? very
3: quiet and like let me sleep. Yeah. There was
2: one time I think i told this story when Bo and I stayed in Madison, Wisconsin before a Packers game, and we went for this huge lunch breakfast. Like I wanted, I don't want to call it a brunch because it was a Thursday, but it was like it was like an,
0: <laughs> you can still have brunch on Thursday. <laughs> um, it was
2: like an was early late like, breakfast yeah, though. Yeah. Late breakfast, early lunch,
0: and, um, and, and they just piled. I'm telling you, food. it was yeah, like it was it,
2: monster. It, it, I mean, you could tell why Wisconsin breeds offensive linemen. Um, this, this was, this was like such a huge meal and I had a milkshake with it too. Mm. And I got in that car and I just passed out. I said, Bo, do you mind? I
0: I don't think you said, Bo, do you mind? You just passed passed out. out. I I didn't. you mind? Not at all. I didn't mind at all. (laughs) I thought it was totally fine. I I
2: felt so bad. Was his mouth open?
3: Huh? Was his mouth
0: open? Uh, that's a good question. He he might've been snoring at one point. It's possible, (laughs) but I don't. I'm I'm not a snorer. but I think I, okay. I thought it was totally fine, but what your wife thought that it was rude that you, yes, that exactly. You yeah. exactly. I didn't think yeah. it was rude at all.
2: Yeah. You tried to the conversational. No, that's conversation. no, fine. <laughs> I
0: mean, you, how could you, how could you top a podcast in terms of a conversationalist?
2: <laughs> Fair.
0: Okay. Uh. Yeah. Wow. Really news heavy. This, <laughs> this
2: is what happens when you get the, so I was actually thinking about this when I was packing my, mic, which which we're not using here. Um, but the combine is the site of some of our greatest hits at least since I've been on the show. Funny uh
0: Pauline, the valet story. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I think that yeah. there's when the when when we're together there's a different dynamic no doubt. than when we're in our respective rooms. So no. credit to Marissa for putting this we're in a, in um, a conference room that Marissa found here. We we and I d- illegally
3: just took <laughs> no, yeah. it, it was what it was supposed to be—a room for someone in the company. But this table here—we're using it.
2: This table was the table that our lunch was served on. It, that Marissa eyeballed it. And we
3: dragged in here. Yeah, yeah, we
2: brought it in here. Uh, we we set the chairs up. I, I made sure we had this backdrop. When the talent showed up, we were ready to go. So,
3: <laughs> wow! I was
2: there on time. I mean,
3: I will say Zach was instrumental in the backdrop. So. If you're watching on YouTube and you like the uh, arena behind us, that was all Zach. If you
0: think Zach cares about like the written word and the stories <laughs> that he writes, that's nothing to him. The real passion <laughs> that he has in terms of curating the perfect experience is in backdrop.
2: Yeah. <laughs> well, I'll give I'll give credit my my wife Emily she's she's watching actually right now. Oh, and, huge uh, shout out! to Emily. She's very cognizant of of like when we're on video that it's a visual media right? Like, Mm. what's your backdrop? You know, do you look presentable? Things of that nature. So I I give credit to her.
0: And how do you know that she's watching? Has she given you live feedback Then we I I,
2: I got a text, actually. I saw it on my uh, my watch. And? No, she just said, I'm watching. Oh. Yes. And
3: again, shout out to both of your guys for, again, holding down the fort while you guys are away. Yeah, just yet again. Right again.
2: She does have feedback, actually. Why is Marissa sitting behind you? Do you want to answer that? Well,
3: because I have my computer on yeah, right, just yes. to monitor the feed because I want to make sure that it's all running okay. smoothly because, you know, we don't want any dropouts or anything like that. That's so, right. A lot of important things to talk about here.
0: All right, Zach. Uh, let's let's talk about this search. Yes. First of all, uh, do you find it curious that there have been no reports at all of outside interviews for offensive coordinator?
2: No. Um I am not now. They, they do have to. They and do like, have they, to, right? By the Rooney rule, have. they have to. Yeah. Um, they don't. Have, it doesn't have to be publicly announced. Right. I, I Yeah, it's, it's a fair question. I'm not surprised by it because, I, I, I mean, everyone I've talked to, the expectation is that's an internal hire. Um, and as Nick Sirianni said at that, at that press conference, um, it's his offense, right? So it's a little different than the defense, and, and that's something we – But he's not
0: about. the play caller. It's an attractive job.
2: Into uh, uh, well, yeah. I mean, I don't think it's as attract. It, it's attractive job because you're the offensive coordinator at off the Philadelphia Eagles, right? But and I, I also think the expectation is that they promote Brian Johnson.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think that's yeah. the yeah, that's the real reason. But no,
2: I think you always. I want and him.
0: you know what was was interesting because you said you called this out uh, on our our last podcast, and then Sirianni fell into the trap that you cautioned against, which was. You know, don't just, don't just describe Brian Johnson as a good fit because he knows Jalen Hurts. Yeah. And that's like the first thing that Nick yeah, brings I, up.
2: Yeah, It, 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 it bothers it, me a little bit. Yeah. It bothers me when, when Brian's described that way. Um, look, I'm not first dismissing name basis, you. All right. <laughs> uh, um, <laughs> would you rather me call him like uh, Coach Johnson? <laughs> Brian, his name's Brian. I'm calling him Brian. BJ Adler. Yeah well you're on a nickname page you're on an initial <laughs> basis you see him and you're like what's up bj yeah <laughs> i say "B john <laughs> yeah um you know it, if i run into him this week i'll say what's going on brian how, you know how are you how's the family that kind of thing yes Okay. Um, so
0: and he'll say you
2: are i, I mean, i'm not trying to flex i was certainly, certainly i hope he knows my name okay. but um can we edit that out? <laughs> no didn't. <laughs> right. no, 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 no. That was a joke. We're, 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 we're live. Here. No, it, it doesn't surprise me um, that uh, I, I figured we would hear a name, but uh, but I no, I'm expecting that to be Brian Johnson. I do think it's a fundamentally different job in the defense. Uh, the defense, you're essentially the you're the head coach of that side of the ball, and I don't think that's the case with the offense. You're the play caller, but you're not bringing in your offense. Um, you're running Nick Sirianni's offense. You're running. I shouldn't say that. You're running the Eagles' offense, and I also think there's people, you know, you know, Kevin patul Jeff Stoutland. These guys have have big roles in this too. It really is a group effort, and that's not to belittle what Shane Steichen did, uh, but I think it. I think there was more autonomy on the defensive side of the ball.
0: Oh yeah, no doubt. Um, and it does seem like all indications are that that will be Brian Johnson's job. Um, but yeah. you, you know, you want you want your team to treat. It. The interview process absolutely thoroughly. Um, which they're doing on defense, yeah. but it's it's just odd we haven't
2: heard anything on offense. We'll talk to Nick uh tomorrow, we'll find out more then. Um, but no, that, that, that's that's a good question. And as far as the interview process, I would do what they're doing on like I would always talk to as many people as possible. Absolutely, find out different ideas. This is a this is how, how you meet different coaches who you might not know. I, I never like the idea of of like just hiring from your network, right? Because it it, there's a degree of like pomposity to think that the only coaches who are good coaches are those you've already met sure, um, or those you've worked with. So yeah, meet different people, talk to different people. This is
0: like the, the, the entire uh, scope of like, you know, hiring uh, diversity is about not just, you know, extending beyond your network. That's the entire point. So yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah. Um, And, and, and look, I, you know, you, you want people that um if, if you want people you can work with. Right. But so you're not, you're, you're not bringing in someone from like a totally different scheme someone runs a wishbone. Um, but still, I, I think you want to hear. Different- I always liked
0: the show wishbone <laughs> with the little dog.
2: There Did was a, that as a kid. No, no but no. I, I don't know if it's still there. There was like a, a, a chicken tender place in, in Philadelphia called wishbone, which I liked. Okay. Um,
0: What's the story, Wishbone? So, uh,
2: as, a, as, as I was saying, uh, but you you, you want to hear different philosophies for your offense. You want to hear how they can utilize different players. And, and it's like, uh, you know, the, I've already asked the question to a bunch of people, like, how can our coverage be better, right? Um, I would ask coaches, like, how can our coverage be – how could our offense be better? How could Jalen Hurts improve? What ideas do you have? Um, because then you can implement it. It's, it's a way of, of really getting external evaluations of your team. So I, I, I always, I never think you should rush, rush the interview process.
0: Yeah, I agree. And there's also no need to rush yeah. because all the other staffs are basically yeah. filled. Have the, have the Colts hired a defensive coordinator?
2: Gus Bradley staying. Oh, that's
0: right. Okay. So um, there are no, there are no, yeah. there is no competition for those jobs. No. So they can take their time.
2: Yeah. Um, um. And I also think too, that um, in some of these cases, You know, know, the Eagles like to announce everyone at once so they could have hires that just aren't officially announced yet. Are you struggling
0: to close deals? Cold Outreach is wasting the time of both the buyer and seller at every stage, especially when sellers are using shallow and outdated data. Your organization can overcome these challenges with technology that translates comprehensive, high-quality buyer data into real-time insights Let LinkedIn sales navigator help you sell like a superstar today. Just go to linkedin.com slash maze 23 and
1: get started. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. Uh,
0: Well, that helps us transition to the defensive side of the ball, because it has obviously been more um, extensive, and you talked about the candidates. Um, I wrote earlier this week about, you know, Nick Sirianni's, he he said in the press conference. Thank you. Would you call it a column?
2: It had wolf in front of it.
0: it yeah, but I didn't it. put wolf there. I don't know why they put that there. Oh, I, I thought you did. I don't Okay. I got some headline complaints <laughs> okay. that we can we can unpack at <laughs> a different time. Right. Uh I would not have considered that a column. That was a story. I would have written it different if it was a column.
2: I, mean, <laughs> I was actually wondering that.
0: <laughs> yeah, I didn't know why the wolf was there. Was it like, wasn't there on the I was main like, headline yeah, either. such a
2: well reported uh, piece here. And yeah, like- why was it was, what was that about? I was wondering that, but it's no that's, call, but that was, it was you know, thats like the thing that I was
0: working on all Super Bowl <laughs> week was, was getting those answers. I
2: thought, yeah, that's right. I, I really, I like you know, there were voices we don't usually hear because these coaches don't talk as much. Yeah, it was, and interesting. I thought they gave really good perspective.
0: In but but this, you know, and you and you know, you can read the story. Where I, we can do the the whole tease thing. But uh, it, guys on the staff have talked about, and the reason I was asking about it is because I had heard this before. Is that. Like Nick, Nick, first name basis, is, has been int- intentional. Yeah. Nicky, Nikki, yeah, Nikki <laughs> Sears, I don't know, um, has been intentional about, uh, you know, trying to, what, what amounts to professional development for coaches, right? So like, what, what's going to be your next step? How do I best prepare you for that? That doesn't mean he's going to be effective at it, um, but it's something that he's tried to be intentional about. Um, obviously, it to some degree helped. Jonathan Gannon and Shane Sackin land head for coaching sure. jobs because it was part of it was like about the interview process.
2: And um, both talked in their introductory press conferences about what they've learned from Nick in their two years. So
0: right, um, so you can understand that you know he said in his press conference last week that his like gut instinct, his gut instinct is to hire from within because like those are the people that he trusts and he's invested in their mm-hmm. development for the reasons that we just talked about. It's important to cast your net wider, but um, I think that, well, let me ask you this. Janard Wilson or the field, who are you taking? Good
2: question. Uh,
0: because Nick, we, you know, we didn't even talk about it. Nick Rallis, of course, the linebackers yeah. coach. He left to become a defensive coordinator for Jonathan Gannon. I'm so, I'm still it was, going and through. it was funny because when I, of all the guys I talked to in the Super Bowl week about, like, are you prepared for the next job and stuff like that? Rallis was like the one who was like, nah. I don't know. I don't, I don't like. I don't have a notebook for that. I just. I'm happy to just be a linebackers coach. Okay.
2: It's, it's funny because I, 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 kind of always thought he was going where Gantman was going. So that
0: was the. Yeah, that's yeah. what we had heard. And he so actually, maybe he didn't have to prepare for the interview. Yeah. He, just, he knew he had an in.
2: Although, although, he he said he had a press conference last week that I watched, and he said that uh, there that he had a few other opportunities to interview for defensive coordinator mm. jobs. So maybe he he thought he was going somewhere no matter what. Um, I think his contract. You know, I think he had that flexibility. Maybe. Um, but, uh, although
0: it was, I mean, he, he didn't take the interviews before the super bowl, so it could have only other been Indianapolis or Denver. Right. So maybe he's,
2: um, or he no, knew, the, or he dude, knew the cannon was getting, maybe he, 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 did an interview and they didn't come out. I don't okay. know. Um,
0: I think we're just learning that, that Nick Rallis maybe doesn't oh. tell the truth that often.
2: That's commanders cool. release quarterback. Carson Wentz. Yeah. I don't want to interrupt you yeah, guys. I but, just got um, that alert. Yeah. Uh Carson will go on now. We expect this going on his fourth team in four years if he's playing football. If somewhere. he's playing football. Do yeah. you think
0: he plays football next year?
2: I can't see Carson as backup somewhere.
0: I feel like I called this two years ago. I said he's gonna be out of the league in three years. <laughs> we
2: we do about eight podcasts a week. So <laughs> sure. Sure. <laughs> sure. On one of them you called it, on another one you didn't. Good um, good <laughs> um, so uh yeah, so I don't know. I mean I think I think I'm going Denard Wilson, but that's okay. that's close though. That's close. Yeah.
0: Now, Sean Desai. Um, from what we know, you talked about his background. There's like he's sort of like given the uh, like oh he's like a Vic Fangio tree guy. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's exactly entirely accurate. He's coached under a lot of people, right? But um, I mean, well, he's he, not in the he NFL, was, right? Sure. He was with the. But Bears, he's got yeah. his own philosophy. It's not so, yeah. like a, like oh just yeah, exactly. hiring Vic Fangio. Yeah.
2: And by the way, Pete Carroll runs a totally different defense, and he was with Pete Carroll last year, so he right. can blend some different concepts and. Uh, he was he was under Al Golden, I believe at Temple. Mm. Al Golden runs a different scheme, so I think he was the Al Golden era. If, if uh, yes, that's yeah. right. Okay. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah, I mean he absolutely predated <laughs> the <laughs> rotten scoundrel, devil himself, Steve Adazio.
2: Okay, yeah, you had to clarify that because they had a few recent coaches.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's only one <laughs> true evil in uh, the podcast, in the Birds of Friends universe. And that's Steve Adazio. Um, so anyway, I think – no. T- tell me about the other two guys, uh, Shula and Minter. What do you know about them?
2: Jesse Minter, uh, defense coordinator at Michigan. They had a really good defense this past year. Anyone who watched Michigan knows that. He replaced Mike McDonald, who went to the Ravens. Um, there's this and it kinda, was Minter with the Ravens, before? yeah. There's kind of like, like they're just like, trading. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like Jim and John just, just right. trade, yeah. Defensive coaches, uh, his father, I, I believe his father Rick, was the linebackers coach for the Eagles under of Chief Kelly. yes. Um, and so, uh, but yeah, Jesse Minter was also the Eagles had a coach, a, a, an assistant coach one time, Trent Miles, if you remember him. He was here under Peterson and he was a head coach at Indiana State. That must have been the year I was in, or State. No, it was he was with the team in 2017. Okay, Um, he was kind of like an under the radar guy. But um, Google Google Trent Miles. Okay, but uh, I'm sorry. Please,
3: please (laughs) I'm on it.
2: I I, I, I didn't mean to. What uh, what do
3: you want me to check?
2: Trent Miles. Yeah. What What year? What year was he with the Eagles? Anyways, Jesse. 2017 to
3: 2021.
2: Um. (laughs) <laughs> Literally, Thank when news. Bo was when Bo was the uh, when here. Bo was on Not the team. Um, and anyways, uh, oh, Jesse yeah. Minter was on his staff uh, <laughs> oh, yes, okay. at Indiana State, <laughs> Georgia State, I believe, right. Uh, um. So, anyways, so that's Jesse Minter's background. Chris Shaw, you. I hope you-
0: if they hire Jesse Minter, he's got a slightly more dynamic personality than his father. <laughs>
2: You and Rick. Uh, <laughs> I like Rick,
0: but I mean, I don't. I don't think I. I think he was like the most stoic football guy I've ever seen. So, Rick, like, I don't know that his face ever changed.
2: So, Rick Minter had a coaching staff at Cincinnati that included three NFL coaches. Can you name them? Two? Can you name?
3: Oh, I love it, Zach.
0: Three NFL head coaches. Mm-hmm.
2: Okay. Um. I believe this was the case. I'm pulling it up. They're not current head coach. Oh, I mean, one's not a current head coach, but has been. Oh. I'll just give it to you. It's a better podcast. Okay. Give me their initials. <laughs> RR. Rich Rodriguez. <retry>, yes. <laughs> no. NFL head coach? No, Rex Ryan. Okay. MT.
0: Mike Tomlin. Yep. And J.H. John Harbaugh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
2: Um, so that was like.
0: Wait. I, oh, they were coaches underneath him.
2: Okay. At as Cincinnati. Yeah. Someone can look that up. Rex Ryan. Wow. I, I know Rex Ryan and Tomlin um i did a story actually on the two of them on the staff and i think i spoke to recommender at the time um for that story that was in 2000 coach vinnie curry and marshall yeah yeah um mm. correct uh so got i got one of them. <laughs> uh, yeah baby so um yeah so uh, and then and then chris shore honestly yeah i mean don't know as much about him but i know he's from where in the Atlanta. shula
0: family tree is he where, I, that's a serious question. I don't. Like, who who is he related? To, whose son is he?
2: Your uh, brother
0: or do we know?
2: I uh, I think he's the nephew of Don. Okay. So. Wow, we've really done our homework on these candidates. <laughs> um. Anyways, so so that's who we. Oh, wow, well, he's an '86 baby. What's that? He's an '86 baby. Okay. Anyways, uh, that's that's he's that's kind Dave's of my legal stand. son, Dave. son of Dave Shula former coach of the Cincinnati Bengals, correct? Yes, and current defensive backs coach for the Los Angeles Rams. That makes sense. No, him... that's – no, Chris is the defensive backs coach. He was. Yeah.
1: Oh,
0: yeah. oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 So He's also the grandson of Don. <laughs>
2: yes. And yeah.
0: the okay. nephew of Mike.
2: That's – okay. Um, sorry about that. So, anyways, what I was um, saying there is, is uh, I would think either Denard Wilson – um, or Sean DeSai, and yeah, I think that makes sense. I think those
0: are the yeah, yeah. the two front runners. So
2: Sean DeSai, he brings you um, defensive coordinator experience. He has what two years, I believe, with the Bears, uh, and he's he's now he's been in different systems, but he's from that Vic Fangio tree. Denard Wilson's been in different systems too, by the way. If you're hiring Denard Wilson, you're not just just hiring. Greg Williams the, is his boy. The, the continuity, yeah. I mean, he. He was in that Greg Williams, Jeff Fisher defense, which is actually, um, for the for Eagles fans who are unfamiliar with it, it would remind you of the, of the Jim Schwartz defense, right? Uh, so the Eagles had – so there's – I don't know what Denard Wilson's ideas would be for this scheme, but you can blend kind of the last two defenses that the Eagles potentially had. But we talked about this on the last pod when we talked about these coaching changes. A big thing with the defense in particular is you don't know what your personnel is going to be, right? I mean, we, we, we know – Hassan Reddick and Josh Sweat are going to play the edge. We know Darius Slay is going to be a cornerback on this team. Um, We don't know anything. I mean, we know Jordan Davis is going to be a big part of this defense line. Well,
0: this is also the continuation of the conversation we had last offseason about the emphasis, the heavy emphasis on now that we know the coaching staff and we know what they want, we can draft for that. Well, guess what? One year later, the coaching staff is gone. And so, like, did you draft Jordan Davis just for Jonathan Gannon? Yeah. I mean, that's a, that's a useful prototype player to have yeah. on any defense, but it's kind, of a, uh, it's kind of a nice backup survival mechanism for the person in charge of making the picks to say, uh, like, we're picking the guys that fit the scheme because then if they leave, not only can you pin it on them, but then it's like you're, you're, it's you're starting the yeah. clock. I it's mean, also like a reasonable thing to do because if you're going to get the most out of a player – it needs to fit with what you have, right? That's a learned experience, yeah. but um, it's maybe not the perfect way to do things. No,
2: and I'm, I'm, I'm with you there. It, it, it would be a, a major mistake if they drafted Jordan Davis to fit that certain role. I mean, it certainly helps if, if you say he can play this role in on day one and then as he develops and something more, but you draft Jordan Davis because there aren't that many people on the earth who are like Jordan Davis. And, and you say he has these tools and, you, and we can develop. Them. I mean, it's a similar conversation that we could have in a few weeks. About uh, about Darnell Washington. Um, but, Who now? Uh, what's that? Who's that now? The tight end from Georgia, Darnell Washington. No. How far are you on your draft prep, by the way? Have you? You're looking at it. <laughs> okay. <This> is... <laughs> okay. Um, I was really heavy in it, but I made a major mistake that that caused like it didn't cause a car accident, but I was as as fuming as I've been in a long time. Okay. Um, and I probably shouldn't. Was uh, it a
0: bad backdrop? No.
2: <laughs> I shouldn't admit this, um, but this was up. I, I'll, I I take ownership. I take accountability. Okay. Um, in the in my mock without draft,
0: accountability, there's no nobility.
2: In my mock draft last week, we all had to do mock drafts. Um, every when I say every team had to do a mock draft, and uh, I originally was only going to do a three round mock draft because you can't really predict seventh round players at this Correct. point, right? I mean, and so I added um, like last minute. I added the two seventh round picks. Um, and one of the seventh round picks, I put a uh, player from Georgia, safety Tyke Smith. He's from Philly. Who um,
0: Notice that you were gonna let a Philly guy go and take? Yeah,
2: him. who was like a great player or a really productive player in West Virginia, transfers to Georgia and was just he was injured two years ago, was a role player, and I uh, I thought his like eligibility expired. Right, he's been in college for a long time, but he, there's there's extra eligibility now, mm. and he went back. But it's one of these things that I didn't have, like, a standardized – you know, I was looking at, like um, – I guess I was looking at an outdated list, mm. you know? And I was like, you, you don't want to pick a safety that was going to go in the third round and pick him for the Eagles in the seventh round. So I was looking at undrafted free – I was looking at safeties with undrafted grades, and I picked him. And then I got a text from someone. I was at my my children's school for, nice. uh, for something, and I got a text. From and, Jeffrey? Not from Jeffrey, from someone in the NFL being like, uh, I think he went back to Georgia look at mm. and I was uh, I was like besides myself, right? and um and I was so so frustrated. And I, uh, I scrambled. I replaced it with Avery Young, who's a Coatesville native mm, okay. um, from from Rutgers, who definitely is going out in the draft.
0: So I think there's a part of this where you could probably blame the um, assignment itself that no, required you to have a seventh round projection <laughs> despite yeah. being a week removed from the yeah. Super Bowl. That's one thing that you could say. Um, But I I do want to know where this ranks on your level of, like on your list of uh, professional mistakes. Is that number one?
2: I was right high up there.
0: Really? That high up?
2: I
3: think it's an odd, like there's been a lot of players that have decided to go back. So I don't think it's, I'm sure a lot of people have dealt with similar things over this past year. Well, so what
2: I should have done, when you edited
0: it, did you include an editor's note that said this previously Okay, I Oh, 100%. Okay, I
2: sent, I sent okay. Josiah the note. Okay. And, uh, uh, yeah, 100% put that in there. Yeah. Uh, and I'm Your just, journalism professors would be very proud of um, that. But no, I, so what I should have done when I did that mock direct is I should have done the uh, one of the um, simulators. Mm. I didn't do that. I, I did like the list, you know, from this pool, from this pool, from this pool. But I want to bring that up because uh, I guess. So what was to, number
0: one? For mistakes. Biggest professional made? mistake, yeah.
2: Um, uh, biggest professional mistake. I don't know. I have to. I'd have to think about that one. Um,
0: As if you haven't already thought about it. <laughs>
2: uh Yeah, no, we'll get to that off camera. I, I'm, I don't need to discuss that here. Oh, okay. Um. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Lines being crossed. Um, what's that? No, no, there was no. No, there was no. I, I, I misspelled a name one time. Okay, and that really um, frustrated. Me. Yeah, I could see that. So in, we used
3: to get F's in college for doing that.
2: Thanks, for, now, you're, now you're rubbing it in. Yeah. <laughs> and it was in. It no, was,
3: like in a class. That's how, what they, you know, how to teach you not to, to yeah. do it. Yeah.
2: It was. It was in the hard copy of the mm-hmm. paper, mm-hmm. and. It was the last name of of an agent. Mm. Um, oh. And uh, it was there was a lot, it was it was a long name. And I think I I, mm. I don't know. A that, before
0: you in Rosenhaus.
2: <laughs> no, that one good. it was the last name. Uh, I'll, I'll I'll give a shout out to Ed Wassalouski. Okay. Um,
3: That's a tough yeah. one.
2: And uh, Ed yeah, W as he's I known did, here. I, I I did a story on the life of an agent. Oh, um, leading up to the draft and it was
0: all about him and i yeah. spent three oh. now
2: it wasn't fortunately it wasn't the first it was like a reference later on in the story
0: oh know?
2: but okay. still you know what
0: now that's on you but the copy editor has got to catch that I mean, too. it wasn't everywhere
2: that would have been yeah if the, headline yeah. Even, if if the sub, yeah. yeah no it was like it was later on in the story and I, yeah they
0: got to be checking that too
2: i mean every no that's that's i'm responding it has my name on the top I'm yeah sure but um but that so that was that's highest on my list of professional mistakes
0: I I think it it could could be be worse. worse. Yeah. Yeah. It could be a lot worse. It's really not
2: that bad. (laughs) We really didn't have to go down this path. Um, (laughs) I I, I didn't want to talk about the draft, but we can talk about that next segment. We round up the coaching.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, let's take a break. We'll be back with more uh, on Birds with Friends. Welcome back to Birds with Friends, Bo and Marissa, and professional mistake number two, as Marissa said during. I didn't
3: mean to say it.
0: During the break for Zach Berman is that he did not make it back in time uh, for the beginning of the second segment of Birds with Friends, and here he comes, glass in hand, ready to give a toast.
2: <laughs> Sorry about that. That's okay, Zach. There's there's no place to get water. I had to I had to go into the meeting room where <laughs> a meetings in place.
0: Sorry. The, the mistakes keep adding up.
2: <laughs> Hope that I'm hoping to sleep tonight. It's gonna keep me up. <laughs>
0: um,
2: there's
3: a fancy glass you got there.
0: Why don't you set Cheers. up Jack? Why don't you set up what's coming this week for the combat?
2: Uh, okay, so Nick Siriani and Howie Roseman will speak to us tomorrow. Uh Looking forward to that. As in every year, we get the chance to talk to the head coach, the GM here, and look, there's an expression: "It's lying season." Right? They're not going to give you anything. Specific. Yeah, this is
0: usually when they tell. I mean, they rarely tell the truth. Yeah. This is when they tell the least amount of yeah. truth.
2: But. Yeah, but it's it's a chance. I, I Look, I'm, I mean, you're not going to pin them against the wall for like, or, or, or they're not going to give you hard information here. But just You
3: kidding? Oh, you guys.
2: Oh. <laughs> um, um, but Zach, stop it! <laughs> well, Zach, get off but I like the philosophical stuff. And then, honestly, sometimes how? Why it- did you trade for Carrie <laughs> Vincent? Sometimes <laughs> how it gives you nuggets here? I mean, this is this is the site, of course, where they, they, he's they, in they, the XFL now. No, this is the site where as 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 you and Shiel once chronicled they... They did the most noble thing a team ever did, mm. which is they they from the bottom of their hearts they, they allowed Nick Foles to become a free agent. We
0: like figured after all he's done for us, <laughs> we gave him a gift.
2: Yeah, um, that occurred. That that famously occurred here. Um, so, so yeah, so we'll we'll get to hear some updates on the coaching search, the offseason – um, what's ahead for the Eagles. And then there have been news here, right? They, they re-signed Brandon Graham here once, as we discussed. They released D'Amico Ryans here once. Um, they, they made a handful of other um, you know, small moves or, or moves of different variety here. So Not small moves to the people involved. You're absolutely right about that. Yeah, you're absolutely right. There's Let
0: me ask you a bird-lions question. Bird-lions? Bird-lions. Okay. Over under 70%. The percentage of questions asked to Jonathan Gannon by Philadelphia reporters during over. his press conference. Over. You think easy over. over?
2: Easy over. I mean, this is like Chip at the owner's meetings, right? <laughs> um,
0: he's the one who's going to be pinned against the wall. It's going to be <laughs> uh, <laughs> if he's smart. If they're smart, they would put him up at the same time as mm. as the Eagles guys, so that uh, they, we would I, be distracted. But
2: uh, Jonathan's. A- Jonathan's a grown man. He can take it.
0: So, Sure, but I mean, he doesn't want to be up there answering our questions the whole time. You think? What do you think it's going to be, 85%? Um,
2: 72.
0: You, so you go easy over 70, but you're going only 72? <laughs> yeah,
2: I was just joking. I don't know. Yeah, okay. 80%. All right. I'm sure there'll be some national questions. So,
0: How about Steichen? What number would you put that at?
2: No, I mean this is in Indianapolis and there's so there's a lot of indie media. Yeah, there, I think you're so, looking at yeah
0: twenty percent.
2: Yeah. Okay. Um Shane also has more uh like he 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 doesn't give long answers, so there's there's that's a good point it's a yeah, 15, more questions. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's a yeah. No. That's a good point. Now I mean Nick I mean Nick can give three answers in fifteen minutes. Yeah. So yeah. um I mean, if if, if there's like a, an Ohio reporter here who asks about Mount Union or Larry Karras, there's gonna be nothing on the coaching search. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we're gonna make sure that that doesn't happen. <laughs> um, in any event, uh, yeah. It's so, about pinned against the so, wall. so we will talk to them uh, tomorrow. Then it, the uh, the interviews for the players are Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. They changed the order this year. Actually, they changed the order. Essentially, so they can have the workouts for the quarterbacks in prime time on the weekend. Well, mm-hmm. um, what that means for us is that the we'll have a chance to talk to the defensive players earlier in the week. Usually, the first days quarterbacks, and it's it, it, it's offensive players the first two days, defensive players the next two days. This year it's reversed, um, and so we we there's a misconception um, in the past at least that when we go to the combine we're like they're at the workouts. Actually, my understanding is this year we're allowed at the workouts, oh. but traditionally uh we're just talking to the players we're talking to the coaches we're talking to the gms but we're not we're watching the workouts on television and uh i think they opened that up this year but anyways this is more of an event to talk to people to get um to get information to get rumors to get gossip to get uh and then to you know get exposure to the players as well so look forward to that look forward to getting a chance to talk to the uh defensive players um i i, I, will, I won't be here for the offensive guys but I'll be here for the defensive guys Okay. Marissa, what are you doing?
3: Um, I'll be here all week, so if there's anything you guys need from me while you guys aren't here, happy help. I did check um, Andre Yoshivas, what time he was mm. oh, how is it? talking. I think it's later in the week. I don't think people are going to be here. but That's too bad. I
2: was he's going gonna, gonna to run a
0: blazing 40.
2: Yeah. If you did a mock draft, would you have projected him to the Eagles? Yeah, probably. <laughs> Just to get the Brian Flynn mentioned in there. We're gonna I mean,
0: get the SEO, yeah. I mean, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. I mean, the, the point of doing a mock draft at this stage of the offseason, to me, preposterous. But
2: uh, that's okay. So we did I a understand
0: big, it for teams with, like, top five picks. Yeah. But okay.
2: So we did a beat writer mock draft last week. And what that is is – And you did a big board. and <laughs> A big board. Um, yes. Uh, the beat writer mock draft is – And
0: a scouting combine preview.
2: No, I did a mailbag. A mailbag. A mailbag, that's yeah. right, yeah. Um, well, I did I did the seven round mock draft, but the beat writer mock draft was interesting because you're making that decision in real time. We have a Slack channel. Yeah. That was fun. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. So so I had to play the part of Howie Roseman and, um, I was on the board at 10 and I was at at that point.
0: And I played the part of Tom Domino. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Um, so at that point, Miles Murphy was on the board. Miles Murphy, for those who don't know, um, he's a, he's an edge rusher from Clemson, athletic freak. Uh, he, I'm curious to see how he tests uh, didn't have prolific production at Clemson but had solid production was a huge recruit coming out of high school and he's, he's one of the, the top edge rushers in, in this class uh, the Eagles, there were also um, two of the top three corners on the board there and, uh, and then there were offensive linemen on the board too I took Miles Murphy, I think i, I leaned when I said when and doubt go with the lines of scrimmage and, and and by the way, the Eagles, I have a, a, a number um I don't have it in front of me here, but the amount of snaps they had at edge rusher that weren't um Josh Sweat and his son Redick is really high. Like, sure. the Eagles need a third edge rusher next yeah. year, right? So Miles Murphy there. And then 30, I took a cornerback, Emmanuel Forbes, uh from Mississippi State, who uh look, we the term draft crush goes around of the corners who aren't like the top ones. I really like Emmanuel Forbes. Emmanuel Forbes set the college football – record or set the FBS grandson record. Grandson of Steve. <laughs> He's not the grandson of Steve. Um, he set the FBS record uh, for pick sixes. He's really good ball skills. Um, some of them were like tip passes. There was – look, if you're watching Will Levis highlights, okay, and you're watching Will Levis lowlights, Will Levis threw a pass that, like, Emmanuel Forbes just read it, jumped in front of it, pick six. He lost but, that race war. Uh, I'm, uh, <laughs> That's a good, it's a good callback. Um, so I took Emmanuel Forbes and at, at, at number thirty, the knock on Emmanuel Forbes is the same knock that Devonte Smith had. He's like really thin. He was listed at one hundred and seventy something pounds. Um, that wouldn't scare me off, right? When you can play the way he does, so I, I'm 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 curious to see. You know as we learn more, we're still in the early stages of learning about these players. But I had him at 30, so that was the beat rider mock draft. And then the next day, and the next day, I had the seven round mock draft, the infamous set of mountain round uh, mock draft now. And uh, I intentionally wanted him and, and, and purposely and but giving away the goods for free, my man. Well, I, I wanted to have a different combination here. Um, and so this one I went with a corner in the first. At, at 10 away, tell, and get the people to make yeah. people read the story. I went with the Nets rusher at 30. You can check that out. You can see the combinations of running back in the second round. um You can check that out, but this is what I'm trying to, it's all a way of saying this. It would shock me. Absolutely shock me. If one of those two picks aren't traded, right? Oh, trade it sure. up, trade it back. Yeah. I mean, but absolutely. Yeah. So the <clears> other <throat> part of doing mock drafts now is, is like they're, they're, they're going to trade 30. If you use the example from 2018, they were drafting at, at 32 that year, and they moved back with the Ravens. They got a second rounder, a uh, second rounder the following year, and they exchanged fourth rounders. And they moved up in the fourth round, uh, and what happened at that point was the Eagles had a bucket of pass catchers they were looking at, and they thought from that bucket there's going to be there's not the, when you're drafting at 28, the guy you're drafting at, or, or, or I'm sorry, when you're drafting at 30. The guy you're looking at at 30 is probably comparable to the player you're be thinking at 35, let's say, or 38, right? You're drafting, you have a bucket of players there, and it, it's a little different at 10. Um, but at 10, where the Eagles are drafting, uh, if a quarterback slips, if Anthony Richardson slips, or if Will Levis slips, that pick all of a sudden becomes really valuable. And also, in, I believe 2018, Josh Rosen was in the draft. Uh, the Cardinals traded up from 15 to 10. The Raiders traded back; they got an extra third, an extra five. Uh, so, something to think about with the Eagles who don't have at this point a fourth round pick, a fifth round pick, or a sixth round pick. Okay. Uh, and then, as far as players, uh, look, we have, we'll have months to talk about the, or weeks to talk about the draft, but. Take it easy. What? Uh, Go ahead. Um, um, if there's. You're saying we
0: don't need to do 20 minutes on Miles Murphy today. Okay. <laughs> yeah.
2: If there's, if, uh, here, if, if if there are, are any draft specific questions in yeah. the. Uh, in the chat i'd be happy to address them but we can move on to free. I, have, I have
0: one draft yeah. question for you yeah because it's a player who you did not mock uh, in your like eight mock drafts did not, <laughs> not land with the eagles in any of them because the to line. me I think if I had to write down the name today who I would guess yeah. just based on the things that i've read and knowing what the Eagles do mm-hmm. if I had to guess one name where they would take at 10 mm-hmm. I think it would be Paris Johnson interesting okay the Ohio State yep. offensive lineman now and you did not have an offensive lineman there, um, in any of the ones that you <laughs> I did, did. Two
2: of them, okay. That's not, uh, yes. because
0: yeah, to me it fits the you got a top ten pick, use yep. it on a premium position. Uh, you need a long term replacement for Lane Johnson. He could play guard today. Mm-hmm. It's like it fits all the check marks of a Howie Roseman pick. I don't know enough about him as a great player. Great point. But
2: great point. Thought strongly about it. Not ruling it out. Um, definitely think offensive line is in play there. Uh, it's a great point. He was on he was on the big board, <laughs> okay? And I wrote about that. Okay. And look, Paris Johnson Jr., I got to admit, on a personal level, might be my favorite player in this draft. Really? So Why? Uh, Paris Johnson is, is he, Jr. Is he from your hometown? No, Paris Johnson Jr. is a journalism major.
3: Oh, yeah. We've talked about that. Who wrote
2: for Ohio State student newspapers. Oh, the He's field
3: day Zach would have Off the board. If-
2: Wrote for the student News. You remember the last... Uh, he wrote for the Lantern, I believe. You remember was, the last
0: uh, journalism guy who they who they took?
2: The last journalism guy who they took?
0: Jeff Owens.
2: That was a little before my... Although oh, sure it actually
0: did. turned out to be Brandon Boykin in the same draft.
2: Brandon Boykin was a journalism guy. Today. That's
0: what I just said. Didn't he, you said he, say he turned out to be
2: Brandon because Boykin. Because he
0: got into he got into the business. I don't think he was a journalism yeah, guy. Brandon Boykin in, was in a college. broadcast journalism major. Was it
2: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that was a good pick.
0: Well, still, Jeff Owens was the more recent one then because he was the seventh round pick. <laughs>
2: okay. So <I'm>
0: still accurate.
2: <laughs> um, yeah. So fair enough. Uh, but yeah, Paris Johnson Jr. He a journalism major at Ohio State. But he's not from Philly. He's not from Philly. That no. can't be your favorite. I mean, I mean, there's some, there's some.
0: I think if the Eagles draft Paris Johnson, I'm gonna get a. Uh, I'm gonna do a. Uh, Company paid for a trip to Paris to get this guy to report on Paris Johnson.
2: <laughs> He's not from Paris, but I wouldn't put it past you. Yeah, I'm just
0: gonna go around and ask people what they think of Paris Johnson. <laughs> bonjour, bonjour.
2: <laughs> okay, I don't know.
3: Who would be your favorite player they picked at ten?
0: Oh, I have no idea. I, don't, I This is <laughs> Andre the beginning. Saibos this is the there. beginning of my process. Like, I want to get these numbers, then I can put them into my database, then I can watch them.
3: Oh, you have a database.
0: Yeah, I got some databases. Ooh, fancy! Yeah, he's, he's got a wide receiver bucket. Yeah, I got some buckets. Got yeah. some databases. Yeah. We, got, um, we got to get this data.
2: Yeah, so I I uh, I spent a lot of last week looking at, at draft prospects. A little behind on it, admit that. But honestly, uh, free agencies before the draft, and we're not talking about the Eagles right now as like players in free agency. Bo had the top ten. The Eagles um, top ten free agent or top twelve, I think he had free agents. Uh, that, that I think it might have
0: gone to fourteen potentially. Fourteen, okay. Who knows? They got a lot of free agents.
2: Yeah, they have. A, so I think that's mm. going to be the priority. Up on the athletic now, and you see Bo's working there. Flu is, World Order. We got no. The athletic top. To the flu world athletics order. top one hundred and fifty is up right now of uh, free agents, and Bo has it is yes. No. And Bo has write ups for uh, all the Eagles guys in there. How do they rank them? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, I don't want to tell all the chickens made here or the sausages made. Um, Why would you go with chickens? I don't know. know.
0: (laughs) When a a hen loves a rooster.
2: (laughs) Sorry about that. Um, (laughs) (laughs) The whole
0: idea of replacing sausage is to make it not meat. It
2: was was a poor (laughs) chicken. If I could be self-deprecating here. If I could could be
0: self-deprecating. Yeah, yeah, tell us how how the cow is made.
2: (laughs) So I once described, I was describing someone, someone one time in college and, um, you know, the term salt of the earth, mm-hmm. <laughs> I guess I, I screw up the term. <laughs> I call him dirt of the earth. <laughs> I was like, yeah, this guy's just gonna ruin <laughs> I said it like the most earnest way possible. I was like, well, yeah, I was like, he's the exact kind of guy you'd want to work with. He's like real dirt of deer. yeah, that was a mistake, um, <laughs> so but, uh, yeah, I,
3: do you want to reveal who you're talking about? <laughs>
2: he uh, was no. I definitely don't. Um, but but uh, yeah, I I I always felt so. Whenever I hear that term, um, salt of the earth. I, I, that's
3: a good one. That might yeah, be a drop. Yeah,
2: that was that. Oh, look, I I have no problem making fun of myself. Um, that that was. Oh, that's so yeah, good. Yeah, that was that, that was. That's a bad what one. they
0: say about Mr. Gonzalez? Little dirt of the earth.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: I mean, I got nothing else to add. That was a good way to, to <laughs> um, close it.
2: So, yes, no, so free agency is, is is before then, <laughs> the Eagles have a lot of prominent free agents. I like, don't expect uh, the Eagles to, to be very active in adding other free agents. Hey, I have a question
0: for you. Jalen Ramsey. Would you trade the 31st pick for Jalen Ramsey?
2: Well, Jalen Ramsey wants a new contract too, from what I understand, right? So I wouldn't trade for him then give him a new deal. Um, but if you can get him on his current deal. He's 28
0: years old. Yeah,
2: if you can get him on his current deal, that would certainly be interesting to me, right? If you have him on his current deal, the cap obligations, a different story. But yeah, uh, and, and I, 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 oh, would you? If, I don't if, think if so. you had to give him a new deal.
0: Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah,
2: it was in the it was in the mailbag today. Do I anticipate an AJ Brown like trade this year? And the answer is no, I, I don't because I really think look, the Eagles have six picks in the first two rounds the next two years. I know they have other picks too, but I think those six picks really you're you're not gonna go six of six, but um, those these picks really need to be a, a, a lifeblood for adding starting caliber talent for you over these next few years because the Eagles are going to be in a position where they had they they're going to pay Jalen Hurts a lot of money this offseason, right? Devontae Spon- I'm sorry, Devontae Smith, he's going to get paid soon. I actually listened to a good podcast recently with AJ Brown. Um, oh yeah, I listened to that one. Yeah, that was a good. This one. one I actually listened to. Yeah, you should give a shout out to the name of the podcast. Go ahead. Um, I, gotta look I don't remember show. the name of it. Um, it was a, it was a really good one. Um and I want to give proper credit. Uh, should have that. Okay. Um,
0: anyway, the point is they they have a lot they also have a lot of holes to fill. And yeah. so not even just in terms of like fitting a big contracts under the cap, they've got a lot they got a lot, lots, lot of spots to fill.
2: Yes. Thank you. Yep. The Raw Room podcast. The Raw Room podcast. Yep. Um and uh and so I I I think that they're yeah, they're 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 really going to have to build some of these these um, roster spots in in internally here fill some of these spots internally. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, one. Uh, Let's say here. Wait, did
0: you get something for me on the plane?
2: Did I get something for you on the plane? Well, you
0: said you got one thing left. I don't
2: know. No. I got uh, you something. A pretzel wrapper.
0: And <laughs> he just got salt. He just got salt all over <laughs> salt. his iPad.
2: My <laughs> <pad>. <laughs> salt of the earth gift, right? Yeah. No. He's a real salt of the Yeah, earth. yeah. Um, <laughs> I was, I was, I was gonna ask you here, uh, C.J. Gardner Johnson. Well, do you think the Eagles could give him the franchise tag? The franchise tag deadline comes off in the next. You know, week I week.
0: would be very surprised if they gave him the franchise tag. That doesn't, it doesn't make a lot of sense, cap wise. <laughs> uh, it doesn't strike me as a good. Uh, like, I don't know he's going to be a good soldier and show up on that tag. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't, I don't think it makes a lot of sense. What about you?
2: Uh, No, no. The only, I mean, if, if they're insistent on keeping him, then I don't think they, I don't think they have any intention of him playing next year on the tag, but if he's the guy they want and you tag him, and there's a cap hold on it, um, and then you do that to buy time to work out a deal. So he doesn't hit the open market. I wouldn't roll that out. Um, I mean, Teams use the cap as a holding strategy. I'm sorry, they use the tag as a holding strategy. I could see that, but I don't think they have any intention of CJ Gardner Johnson playing on the tag next year. My guess is that he, that they don't tag him. Yeah, you
0: know, I have a lot of like flu world order related questions okay. I'd like to talk to you about, but I feel like it has got to be part that. of the discussion of um, flu world order.
2: Well, think, the Jalen Hurts contract. Uh, do you think this happens before free agency? Or do you think Lamar Jackson gets signed first and sets a sets the market? Um, mm, that's a good question. There's Joe Burrow and Justin Herbert. I think but,
0: the I think the like history tells us that it's always better to do it first, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, I so and the Eagles have always under Jeffrey Lurie paid the quarterback as soon as they could. Yep. Right. So I mean, he's going to get paid this offseason. Maybe it may maybe it doesn't happen before the new league year, um, but. Yeah, I don't, know. I don't know how to predict what's going to happen with Lamar Jackson, but I would, I would not be surprised if he's the first big contract doled out this offseason.
2: And could you see a situation where it's a Patrick Mahomes-like deal where they really try to use years? You mm-hmm. got, they're like, we're going to give you more money than you can possibly fathom, but we're going to lock you in for a long period of time to bring down that cap number For
0: I would be surprised if they're if they're – just because of his playing style mm-hmm. – if they're, if they're going to give him – if they would give him like a, a guaranteed number yeah. for like six years out, yeah. that feels like a stretch to me. Yeah. I also don't think he's going to get – like it's not going to be front-loaded because he's still going to be on a second-round contract next year, mm-hmm. right? It's going to be all yeah. – it's going to be the guarantees up front, yeah. the signing bonus, and then it's all going to be – they always push everything out into the future. Absolutely. So, I don't know. Do you disagree?
2: No, I, I'm, I yeah. just uh, – there's different strat- – you know, in, yeah. in, uh, in other sports – it's like the, the years are advantageous to the player. In football, the years are advantageous to the team, right? Like it, it benefits the player to go with the shorter deal in football than the ten, twelve year deal. If you're Manny, you know, if if you're a baseball well,
0: player, well, sort of because there's, I mean, there's also a higher risk of injury. So if you're getting guarantees yeah. pushed out far, sure, further, that's that's good. But if you're Patrick yeah. Mahomes, like the market yeah. keeps resetting itself, yeah, that,
2: that, yeah, it's, yeah exactly. Yeah. I
0: don't think I think I think Jalen Hurts is at the next level of quarterbacks right now, but I think there are probably some reasonable questions about his long-term staying power.
2: And I mean, but if 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 you're Jalen Hurts too, and you say, look, I know I'm gonna get paid, let's see what Lamar Jackson comes in at. Let's see what right. Justin Herbert comes in at. Let's see what Joe Burrow comes in at. The flip side, you can also say, Look, am I really gonna turn down forty-five, fifty million dollars a year? Like, you yeah, know,
0: I mean that's Michael Dunn money. <laughs> Did, no, we, did, he the, get, did he get? make our one, top 150? Uh, he better have. Honestly, I was walking over. I'll keep along. scrolling. I was I was walking over and it was I'm raining. Top 50. <laughs> right behind Samalo, I'd say. So
3: people in the chat want to know, you think there could be a potential for Hertz news this week? I don't
0: think this week. I think wanna they wanna have too many other things it? to do this week. Okay, so yeah.
3: n- not during the combine.
0: I would be pretty shocked. I'd be shocked. The yeah, they've got to hire these
2: coordinators first. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So
3: the coordinators... Definitely first before. I would
2: think so. Okay. And and they probably gotta get home too. Um, yeah. Yeah. Talk it over. With some people back home. Um, okay. What? But-
0: Who are you talking about? Emily. Oh, Jeffrey. <laughs> well, yeah, but they can talk to Jeffrey about it. True. Me. True. I believe he has working internet.
2: <laughs> true. Fair.
0: Okay. Uh, all right. Well. What a ride. That'll do it for this episode of Birds with Friends. We'll be back tomorrow afternoon. That's Tuesday after uh, Howie Roseman and Nick Siriani have spoken. Rough plan for about 5 p.m. on Tuesday. Um, So hopefully we'll see you then. For Zach and Marissa and Miles Murphy, we thank you for listening and watching. We will talk to you tomorrow. And as always, we love
2: you. Hey football fans, this is Diana Rossini from The Athletic. Get the top stories in Pro Football snapped directly to your inbox with our latest
1: NFL newsletter, Scoop City. Jacob Robinson and I will bring you the daily scoop of top NFL articles, posts, and podcasts every Monday to Friday. Sign up for free now at theathletic.com backslash scoop.